I'm definitely a firm believer, and I teach this in my membership, leverage everything you have. Those same podcast blog episodes are being turned into reels with tips that pull the little bits that are pulled out. So there's just so many different ways to use what you have. And then that doesn't seem so overwhelming because to just start from scratch and go, I don't know where to start. No, you've got stuff. Unless you're zero and you're starting your business today, you have things that you can use. Welcome to the Online Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tradewell, founder of May & James Co., a creative digital company. Building a brand is about human connection. I am here to help you articulate your story through strategy, development, and execution. I believe that anything is possible at any age and at any stage of business. The only limits we have are the ones that we place on ourselves. I want you to feel like you are supported, not alone, and that you are able to take action quickly. On this podcast, expect to hear interviews from a wide range of guest speakers, bite-sized solo episodes from myself, bingeable episodes that will give you insights, different perspectives, and actionable strategies to help you reach your goals personally and professionally. Now let's get into the show. Robin Marie provides ideas, inspiration, and quality instruction for hobbyists and art entrepreneurs. She teaches artists from beginners to those making a living from their art through her blog and her popular online workshops. As an artist, blogger, women of faith, and founder of Makers Tech U, her mission is to serve others and help them get the most out of their art as a hobby or as a business. She lives in Florida with her husband of 33 years, loves to read, bake, and travel, and also has a heart for mission work, having served in Panama, El Salvador, Romania, and Honduras. In this conversation, hear us talk about how she uses audio in a primarily visual field of art, what her experience has been like to add both a private and public podcast to her business, which I had the opportunity to work with her on her private feed, and what it is like to be planning her first audio summit in January 2023, which I cannot wait to hear more about. Without further ado, welcome Robin Marie to the conversation. Hello, Robin Marie. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I was blabbering before I hit record and I just thought, let's just hit record and get this conversation started because I'm so excited to talk to you about how you have leveraged your voice in business and in life to really better where you are today. Uh, can you talk a little bit about? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for asking me. I actually, I love podcasting and I love being on podcasts. So it's, uh, it was really special that you reached out and asked me. I mean, we had worked together when I was yeah, working I on my private podcast, which I know we'll talk about. And, uh, but yeah, so I've been in business for a while. I, I started my, officially started my business around 2004. And being an artist and a creative during that time, I was doing a lot of traveling and teaching. And back then, we didn't have Instagram. We had Facebook, but it was really more for like finding those high school friends that you hadn't right. seen in years. So it just wasn't what it was today. And so we had blogging. We had our websites. But even then, we were limited on that, the, the resources. We were limited on resources, opening up a store and all of that, teaching online was really a challenge because there weren't the resources that we have now. So I had to be really creative and in figuring out how I was going to do things. 
But after a little while, I started a, a rubber stamp company. I was teaching my art courses on the road in person and reached a point really where it was like, okay, I, I need to be home a little bit more to run this part of the business because it was a physical product. I had to ship in, I had to promote it and decided, okay, I'm going to teach online. Now, my voice at the time was really through blogging. It was through being in person and teaching and it was through the blogging yes. platform because back then blogging was really how people found you. It's how you got your name out there. Aside from, you know, traveling and teaching, it was like, that was how we did it. And I'm not, uh, well, let me reset. I, I say I'm not the best writer, but I hear people say, no, you're fine. I don't enjoy writing as much as others do. And so it's a challenge for me. And so that was kind of how we did it. A lot of what we do now with Instagram is a lot like what we did with blogging. You know, it was like, I'm going on vacation. Here's what we did. It was a lot of that keeping up with people. And you had those regular blogs that you checked into because you wanted to see what the people you followed, what were they doing? So I started teaching online. So I feel like my voice, you know, in person, and then I brought that to the online platform in doing the teaching part. It was a challenge for me, though, because at the time, I was very apprehensive of being on video. Like it was, wasn't something I was comfortable with. And I remember a very good friend said, people need to see more than just your hands. And so little by little, I would start getting on video and doing little intros and, you know, just really trying to little my work my way into that. And again, at that time, we didn't have Instagram. And so I think when Instagram kind of started using that platform really kind of early on, you still didn't really just show up. We didn't have stories. You, you know, we didn't have, we had the basic, we had the square photos. And so it was a very different platform then. But over time, I've gotten a lot more comfortable with being on video. But I have found through podcasting, which I didn't even know about until years ago, because a friend said, you were the same friend, actually. He's like, you need to start listening to podcasts. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. And then, of course, I was hooked. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I can multitask and do things while I'm listening. And I don't have to sit and stay focused on a video, which is fine. You can still kind of listen to a video. But that really kind of changed things. And it was like, ooh, what can I do with audio? because it's very different. And while video connects you with someone in a, in a way, audio, I feel like, is even stronger. And now that I use it and I listen to podcasts, I feel that there's a greater connection made, I think, with my audience than there is with video. And so I have grown and changed and evolved as I've gone. And then I started a podcast with another friend, the same friend, by the way. and absolutely loved doing the podcast. Like I really felt like that I love doing this. I love showing up and talking and sharing. And then because I think because I love listening to them so much, it just seemed like a natural thing to do. So I think that answered the question as far as <laughs> what did I what did I or, you know, and what am I doing now? Finding ways to how can I bring audio into the mix of what I do. Because I do a lot. You know, there's the written, there's the video, there's the audio. And I think it's a nice mix because people absorb information differently. Yes. Thank you. Some like to listen. Some don't like that. They like, they want the video and others, they just want to read. But the cool thing about the audio is, is you can transcribe it into written. So there's a lot of crossover. And the video can be turned into audio and to a transcript. So there's a lot of flexibility there. 
Okay, there was so much good stuff in that first question that you answered. I want to unpack it just a little bit. Like, sure. because you come from such a visual field of art, video was a natural fit to start. Like you said, blogging obviously was too. Well, you used blogging in a different way, I guess I should mm -hmm. say. And then you added video because it was something that, I mean, that had to, you had to kind of gently nudge yourself as well to do video. But right. it was a natural fit with art because you could really display and show things without mm -hmm. having to show your face as much, right? To just right. kind of start into mm -hmm. that. So adding the podcast, when you started the podcast with your friend, how did that fit in? Like, how did that feel? And how long did you run your podcast before you kind of took a break from that? Yeah, we, I would say it ran about 70 episodes somewhere in there. So what I don't. That's amazing. Real gross. Okay. Somewhere in there. And, yeah. and it was more of a, I would have loved to have continued it, but my friend was ready to kind of move and to do some other things. And so we, every now and then we pop in and do like an update episode. But for the most part, I didn't at the time want to do one on my own and I didn't want to yeah. continue it as a solo because it was really a conversational yes. podcast for yeah. two creatives, two artists. Yeah. And at the time, it was more like, let's do this for fun. Like, I just want to do a podcast. It was sort of yeah. like what back in the day when I saw my first website blog, I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. I just knew I wanted one. And right. part of me said, I'm a very techie person. So mm -hmm. not only am I an artist and creative, but I love technology. So it's like any of those things, I'm like, I want to try that out. So it was like, oh, I want to do a podcast. And so she was like, yeah, let's do it. It, number one, it gave us the chance to have weekly conversations about topics yes. that we probably wouldn't have normally have just chatted about. And, you know, I got her perspective on things and then I would pull my perspective in and then we would chat about it. And I thought that at the time, it was just a great way for us to just be together and share our insights and ideas with our community. Mm -hmm. But we really didn't realize the impact that we were going to have on the community, like mm -hmm. the, the people that would respond to us and message us and and you would kind of think, wow, I, you'd hear their perspective on the topics. And some of the topics were a little bit more in depth and others were just, you know, gift ideas for your art friends at Christmas. I mean, it was very, yeah. it ran the gamut of a lot of different things. So mm -hmm. that is so, so cool and so fun. And I love that you are so creative, but also so techy. Like that must just really have been like an extra bonus when you've done this business now for as long as you have and and with your really successful membership because I've been able and fortunate enough to see the back end of it and I cannot believe all the trainings you have and all the things you have to offer your your members it's really because not all of us that well first of all not all of us are creative period but <laughs> A lot of us that start this online world are techie and, and that really blocks us and prevents us from moving forward in, in our business. So I think it's amazing that you offer those services in such a, a variety of ways. So now, and I know I had also the fortune to work with you through a bit of a, an intensive to develop a private feed. What, what has that private podcast looked mm -hmm. like for your business? Like, why did you, why did you want to start it and, and where is it now? Yeah, it's funny. Yes, we did. And we were, and I really enjoyed working with you. And the first thing I did, and I remember this because I think it was maybe, I don't know if it was this year or last year. I can't remember when it was. I remember we, mm -hmm. my husband and I were driving to another place in Florida for like a week's trip. And I remember the whole idea of the po private podcast was kind of new to me. And I was like, what mm -hmm. are those? Those are us. Yeah. And I remember Googling like all of these, like I wanted to find everything out about private mm. podcasts that I can. And then I found your opt-in, which was about doing a private podcast. And so I signed up That's for it and I listened to it on the trip. And 
I remember thinking to myself, oh, I wish there were more audios. Like, I want to listen to more about this. And so then I looked you up and then I was like, I'm going to sign up and get some help and figure out what this is and how to do it. Because my offering is very visual. I yes. do tech trainings. I do art courses. So it's like, well, what do I have to offer? What can I do? And I think that was really something I, I could do the tech part. Like I got yeah. that part of it. But it was like, I need to get my head around how mm -hmm. I can use this in my business in a way that, number one, connects me to my audience mm -hmm. in a different way. I get in their ear, you know, because I miss doing the other podcast, the public yes. podcast. But I wasn't ready to do another public podcast and show up every week. Like I wasn't yeah. ready to do that. So I was like, well, what can I do with this private podcast? And so I had signed up for a couple private podcasts and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing thing. What a great way to add value to what you already offer, mm -hmm. but how can I use it in a way that's easy? And so what we ultimately decided was that, okay, I have all these blog posts from way back when and even current that are of value. And I'm talking blog posts that are tips and ideas and motivation and 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 encouragement. And so what I decided to do was take those blog posts. I picked like 10 and I transcribed them or I took them and then I kind of put them on the computer and I broke them down and I was like, all right. And I read them a couple times, like over yeah. and over. And then I was yeah. like, I'm going to record these as podcast episodes. Yeah. I mean, what a greater way to leverage what you already have that, you're right. already, that you've already done. Because so not everybody's going to go back and read those blog posts. And Absolutely. Some people aren't going to read them at all. Right. So it's like, well, they were like under, most of them were five to 10 minutes at the most once I mm -hmm. got to the flow of reading them. Because I didn't want to sound like I was reading them because that doesn't right. sound too cool either. And then I offered that as an opt-in to sign up to be on my email list, so which was another way other than just say, hey, sign up to be on my list. It was like, get this. This is motivation, exactly. encouragement for you as a creative mm. and an artist. And so that's kind of where it started, you know, with the private feed and having okay. worked with you and gotten it all together and then launched it. So, and it's been, it's worked well. I get great feedback on it and it's been a really good way to list build as well as connect with the, you know, with my audience. So. Oh, I love that. I love that you share uh, so much good stuff right there because that's one of the first things that I work with on a client is they get a little overwhelmed, whether it's a public or a private feed. And they're mm -hmm. like, well, like what, where, you know, how do I build that content for the whole season? Or how do I build that content for a mini podcast, like a private podcast? And so when we start thinking and talking about what they have already developed, they're like, well, wait a sec, what do you mean I could reuse that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, let's uh -huh. not reinvent the wheel here. Like, we have so much good stuff, like all of us do, because when you're in your business, like you're just kind of in it and you're just going and going and creating yep. and creating. And, and before you know it, like, you, yeah, you have all this good stuff. And then how do you share it in different ways? And I right. think that's really, really powerful, too, because it's not yeah. just and there's nothing wrong with a good checklist. But there's, you know, it's I think we're just like we want something more. You know, we're yeah. looking for more connection and, and right. audio allows that connection. But it also allows us to learn who you are before we have to jump into your world. Exactly. And I think that's really uh, important for people to hear, too. Oh, it I, is. And, and I even have, there's even those that have reached out and said, I'm listening to it again. And I'm what? thinking, like, they're so in their studio cool. creating and they're listening to it again. And I'm thinking, hmm, okay, they're actually listening to this yeah. podcast again, you know, these episodes again. And I think, well, there's some that I go back and listen to, like the ones that I've earmarked. And I was like, that's good stuff. I want to go back and listen to that. But I think it's just it's it's being in their ear and it's you really it, you do seem to become sort of 
they get to know you and it's like uh they you become they can become friends i mean you feel mm-hmm. like you know them even though you don't i'm not Ew. saying like in a stalker way because you know no, there's definitely that kind of aspect of it it's like oh you're my best friend because i listen to your yeah. podcast well i don't really know you but but it's a step in that direction of yeah. well you know what she she kind of knows what she's talking about and i really like her and i want to get to know her a little more what else does she offer and what else yes. does she do you yes. know and then it's like well Huh, okay, well, she does that. And then you it's sort of that rabbit trail. We all do it. You know, we yeah. get to the website and then we're like clicking around and we're signed up for that and we're looking at this. We all do it. Yes. And so I just think it's, and I'm definitely a firm believer and I teach this in my membership, leverage everything you have. Those same podcast blog episodes are being turned into reels with with tips that pull the little bits that are pulled out. So there's just so many different ways to use what you have. And then that doesn't seem so overwhelming because to just start from scratch and go, I don't know where to start. No, you've got stuff. Unless you're zero and you're starting your business today, you have things that you can use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it it's funny that you asked that because and this is not my tip i got this tip from someone else and the tip was and i don't remember who it was is you need to record like say for video you need mm-hmm. to record so many videos and just delete them like just uh, re- just show just get in there and record and record and record and record and delete 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 but here's one thing i've learned and this has been true for my videos as well as just doing the audio is that generally the first take is always the best one for me if I've i keep going over and over and over again yeah. i think it's because if i'm on the fly and i do better on the fly like i mm-hmm. most things i got to prepare it's i just have my little my little notes but that's yeah. it and yeah. i just go with it if i sit there and i try to be right you know just really i gotta get this right i, I won't it's just the natural flow of just show up and be who you are i'm not saying don't do more takes if that's what what it if it works yeah. but for me it's been I'm overthinking it and I'll go back and look and I'll go, that one was the better one. That was the good one, you know? And, and the other thing I, this is really more for, for video, but it would work as you translate it to audio is what I used to do in the early days is I would start recording. I'd mess up and I would delete it and start over. And I don't know why I was doing that. I think it's just because I didn't know. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. And so as experience comes, you go, wait a minute. Okay. You just take a pause, you take a breath and then you just keep going. That way, when you go to edit, it's so much easier and you're not have to start over every time. Gosh, so and I mean, and I would easier. do that literally. I go, oh, I just messed up. Okay, delete. Stop. Let's start over. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like, I don't have to do that, you know? I but I think for me, it's just been, you just have to do it. And I think showing up and even though it's scary, those first mm-hmm. videos that I did in my class where I would be on camera and I was just like, oh my goodness, I, I just, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to make that's okay. They want you to show up and no one's perfect and they don't want you to be perfect. They just want you to be who you are and real. And that was Mm -hmm. something also in my videos as I was creating and doing my art. And I, I left the mess ups in there. Now, if my pod, if my, my, uh, 
what do you call it? I'm just totally lost the word. See, I'm the messing up. Feet? The thing that the tripod, it's a tripod. Oh, the tripod. Album. Of course, I'm going to edit that out. Yeah, yeah. But if I was doing something creative and it was like, oh, that looks terrible or I hate that or yeah. that didn't work. I left those things in because that empowers my students to go, oh, she, that happens to her, too. Yes. So when yes. it happens to them, they're not like, oh, man, I they know that those things are going to happen. So, yes, it's going to be hard the first time you start doing it, but just do it on your phone. And just delete them if you don't like them. Practicing, and then you just get more comfortable. And yeah. I think it's not overthinking it. Because now I can just turn the thing on and just start talking, and I don't think twice about it. Yeah. But it wasn't like that in the beginning. And the Absolutely. same with audio. You know? Same with doing the audio. Absolutely. I remember when we got our first microphones uh, a couple of years ago for work, I actually took them home. And I went out to a good friend's house, and I said, do you have time for coffee and a chat? while being recorded and they were like what and we had the best conversation and it was so helpful for me to be able mm -hmm. to just actually even practice like an interview style recording because I had never really done it before right and the only way we get better is through practicing and and it was probably still one of my favorite memories because they're such good friends and it was just a really actually spontaneous um good conversation and I probably wish I would have kept that because I'm probably sure I deleted and see, that just like you said the first one I mean and that's oh it's just gosh. I think we can really overthink things too much mm -hmm. and think that oh it has to be so super polished and that was yeah. one of the things with my friend when we did it it was the podcast was called creatives get real and we kept the conversation real and we didn't worry I edited oh, just what great. I needed to it mm -hmm. was not the dog was barking or there was a doorbell ringing we would laugh about it and keep going. And we never worried so about all the ums and the its and all that stuff being edited out. We just kept it real for our audience. And that's what we wanted with our podcast. Yes. So, Well, and I think that's really powerful for people to hear too, because I think we can get over edited in this world of perfectionism mm -hmm. and what we see and, and what others are putting out there with big teams. And a lot of us don't have big teams. A lot of us are solo entrepreneurs right. or we have a team of two or three. Mm -hmm. And so what... Like how, how can we take off one more thing to be able to do it in a, in a way that looks professional, that comes across as, as us knowing what the heck we're doing. And so it does, like, it does feel intimidating that way even. So I think just understanding and hearing that you can start with where you're at and be fine. And, and you can always add as you go too, because sometimes I get excited when I talk to a client and I'll be like, oh, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. And then I'm like, wait a sec, like, let's pull back and. Because I do, I get excited. It's like teaching swimming lessons. I've done it all my life, but somebody that's coming to get taught doesn't know exactly. how to float. So let's start right. with floating <laughs> and move on. And, and so sometimes exactly. I have to hold myself back because I get a little excited and, and then I overwhelm the client that I'm working with. So we have to really pull back what we can start, what makes mm -hmm. sense to add as we grow and then worry from there. And, and honestly, right. growth and, and monetizing and all those things will come if that's what you so choose, but it will come in time because it is a long-term strategy, just like blogging is, just like, right. you know, YouTube is. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's, I think that's really powerful for people to hear. So you are a super multi-passionate person, like I said, what keeps you lit up right now? Like what's, what's, you know, what keeps you coming back every week to show up to create all of this good content that you have to show up for your members to be creative in this art form that you are doing online? Like what, what keeps you going? You know, I, I'm very blessed to be doing what I love to do. Mm. It, I don't, 
I don't see it necessarily as a job. I mean, there are days I'm working today, you know, and there's days I'll be like, like this past weekend, I took Saturday, Sunday and Monday off. Like I just like, I'm just going to take the days off. I decided to decorate my house and I got family coming for Thanksgiving. So it was like, I'm just going to do these things. And so I think it's, I, I have found that I'm doing something I truly, truly love. And when I, especially through my membership, well, not even through my art courses, but my membership where, you know, I had an, a member launch her website last week. And, and that brings me so much joy because she wouldn't have been able, when they say, I couldn't have done this without your help. That's, that's, that's huge for me because that's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm, that's why I started my membership to help artists and creatives with that tech part, that tech piece that's keeping them from being able to start a website or edit videos so they can teach online, all of those things. So when I hear and I get that message that's, I, I've done it and oh my goodness, I, I really didn't think I could. Those are awesome, you know, and that's, you know, that's part of it. And I, because I'm multi-passionate, I kind of run this like little cycle where I get easily bored, which I don't know, a lot of things, I think a lot of creative kind of do, where we're like doing something, doing something. And it's like, all right, I'm ready to go do that now. And then you do that for a while and then you circle back. And I had a, a pretty dry spell last year as far as creatively doing my art and creating and getting my hands in the paint and the paper. And that really came back this year. And so right now I'm getting ready to launch a another course and I'm feeling the draw to my studio in the creative way, in the art way. But that will cycle back again. I mean, working on a project I know we're going to ask me about that's more tech. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just, it's, I love that there's a lot of things because then I can just kind of circle around when I get, oh, I'm ready to do that. And then I'm ready to do this again. So right now it's kind of the creative, the arts part, because that's what I'm working on right now. And then I know I got something coming up that's going to be more tech oriented. And I love that too. So, oh, it just, but I think it's joy of just hearing, oh my goodness, I, I've done this and yeah, thank you for helping me. That's, that's yeah. the city of it really. And, and the ability to evolve uh, through your seasons. Because I think that's really powerful to hear too, right? Because it's not mm -hmm. just the same structure. You're not in a box every day mm -hmm. of the week. Right. It looks different and there's variety. And I think that's what keeps us going as human beings too, is, is you know, e evolving and learning and growing mm -hmm. ourselves. So I think that's amazing right. to hear. Um, you're, I'm the same as you. When I hear feedback that a strategy that we have um, worked on together has been implemented and you're excited about it. That's what keeps me going too, right? I mean, I love building capacity within other people as well. I don't want to take on forever. I only hold on to a couple of retainer clients because that's it. At the end of the day, I only am uh, one. Uh, but I also want people to have that capacity to do that within their own teams, at what, however big they are. So right. I think that's really, really cool. If you're creating video or audio content for your online business, then you need to check out the platform Descript. Descript is an all-in-one audio and video editor that makes editing as easy as a Word doc. Upload media or record directly in Descript to instantly transcribe your file into text. Then tweak the text to directly edit your media clips. Edit out filler words such as um, ahs, and likes, and silent gaps with a single click. Record your screen and webcam for presentations and video messages and edit out mistakes before hitting publish. Use pro editing features such as a non-destructive multi-track editing, live collaboration, auto captioning, exports, and much more. 
To try this platform risk-free, check out the free plan at Descript.com or check out the link in the show notes. So we kind of leaned into it a little bit. You're working on your first audio summit mm-hmm. in January 2023, and I can't wait to hear what this is all about. Oh my gosh, please share. Yeah, it's been in the works. I, I think it's been something that's kind of been in the back of my mind. I think doing having done the private podcast mm-hmm. and, and also done the public podcast, it was like, all right, I want to do something different for my business. I originally thought I wanted to do a traditional summit where it would be video based. And I was like, I just don't really, I wasn't feeling the draw to that. I was just like, I don't really know if that's what I want to do. And so the idea of doing an audio only summit, not many people are really doing that. And so I like kind of, I love it when I can be sort of like, oh, I want to try something different. And if it works great, and if it doesn't, well, you know, you tried, right? So I decided, one, I didn't know if this would work for my audience. Because, you know, I think I think when you're looking at an audience, it's like, uh, okay, these are all my audience. They want to learn Instagram and they want to get better at marketing or something. Well, then you grab all those experts and you put them in there and you do a summit. Well, my but but my struggle was, well, okay, well, my audience are artists. They're creatives. How do we how do we translate something of value to them that is going to be audio that's going to be delivered in an audio. And my other challenge, and I found this to be true in my first private podcast, is the education of what a private podcast is. And I didn't mention that earlier because I'm still trying to get that word out and the message out because not everyone in that, not a lot of artists and creatives even listen to podcasts. So there was a lot of education I had to do in that. And so that was a learning curve for me too. So I got to thinking... It took me a while to brainstorm and figure out, well, what could I do and what could I offer that would be something that would be of interest? So what I settled on was a summit. It's called Create and Thrive Audio Summit. And I liked the idea of taking the Create and Thrive because the audience is the artist. It's the creative person. It's, you know, the maker. And I'm going to do seasons where... Each season will have a different theme. It'll be a different topic and I'll bring the different artists in to speak about whatever that topic is. And then that season will end and then the next time we'll have another season. So each, I decided I wanted to do it that way so that I could do a variety of different topics and then just kind of, you know, and then, so the first season in January is going to be the art and gathering and teaching. So I brought in experts who either do live online teaching or they do online teaching or in-person teaching. They teach in other countries. They open their own spaces for retreats. So it's going to cover these different topics, online art memberships. So it's it's that's the idea. So it's for the person who wants to, one, either start doing that on their own for their business, or they just want to dabble and say, well, I just want to see if I like it because I don't know if I'm ready to start a business, but I need to see if I like it first. Yeah. And so through these interviews, these this audio summit, they'll be we'll be talking about those different topics. And then the next season will be a different a different topic. What I haven't decided on yet is if each season will be only directed to those in a more business way or if maybe another season we're just going to have experts on who'll talk about art supplies. I don't know oh yet. Gosh, I I, I want to be flexible, you know, because yes. it's create and thrive. 
So, yeah. you know, that that gives me a big um, and I'm going to offer mine all. It's going to be completely free. Well, Is wow. it a benefit to the business? Sure, because it's a list building. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a way to list build. Yeah. It's a way for me also to get in front of other audiences of other mm-hmm. artists and creatives because we have very similar audiences. And it's also a way for them to also show them as an expert in what they do. It, it's really a win-win for everyone, I think. Gosh, so I'm very excited about this because this is a, it's a big undertaking. Yeah. But not nearly as big as an audio summit. Yes. And it's small. There's only like seven interviews. It's going to be a small. Oh gosh, I love it. It's limited in the length. And so it's very yeah. quickly and easily digestible. And uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about it. Oh my gosh. I love, love this because when I work with clients, I always work in seasons or series because I feel like that gives you the opportunity to take a step back and breathe without having to go like, we're going to do this podcast January to, you know, till the end of December. And I'm like, yeah, but you could. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a very traditional way to do it, but you don't have to. Like, there's no rules. Exactly. And that's what I love right. about it. There's no rules to anything that we do. So in order to try something and to get really feedback really quickly to see what did they really take out of that? Did your audience, like, enjoy it? Did they get value out of it? What do they mm-hmm. want to hear more of? Because that will I- really kind of lend and lean mm-hmm. into what that next uh, season of your summit will be. I've never actually heard of a summit done in a season. And I love that idea. I think that's super creative, super fun, and allows for so much opportunity uh, to bring in different topics, different guests. And yeah, I love that. That's and it's awesome. going to need the opportunity, which I'm excited. This is like the fangirl side of me is like, I'm getting to talk to these artists that I yes. followed for years that I love. Then I'm like, oh my goodness. They said, yes, I'm going to get to talk to them and have a conversation oh, cool. about what they do. And and we both do these things and how much we yeah. love it and what can we give to our audience that will help them. Because sometimes I think, especially with those that are just kind of starting, it's like, man, I'm, it's that idea. And I didn't, this isn't mine. I've heard this and you probably have as well, is you don't compare your beginning to someone's middle or end. It's because everyone it has to start, it's like, you're not going to start out by, you know, have, it, it, I have been in business a long time. I've, I've shut down part of my business and changed it and evolved it and moved in different directions. And you, you know, you're going to start somewhere. So for me, it's like, yay, I'm going to get to talk to these creatives and these artists that I admire them. So to me, it's like, I'm getting the benefit too, because I get to talk to them. Absolutely. And I mean, that's why I'm sprinkling in some solo episodes so that I can do exactly what you mentioned a little while ago, or just recently was talking about the kind of more of the education behind why and how you can use audio in different ways. And, and I, I think you're right, just not a lot of people in general know what private audio feeds are, and how they work and how they look. And so I'm really hoping to share as much knowledge as I can, but also in the same hand, Talk to people like you that are like brilliant, smart, talented entrepreneurs who are doing such fun, creative, innovative things in their business and inspiring others. And that's what will keep me inspired as well. So I love, I love that you shared that. Is there anything else that I missed that we didn't talk about that you're excited about that's coming up in your business or that you'd like to share before we head into rapid fire questions and also where people can find you? Yeah, really, really the, the, the summit, that's the big thing that's coming up. I mean, I have, you know, I'll be, I have a, my art classes getting ready to come out. That of course 
at this time of the recording, it's going to be around Thanksgiving for in the in the U.S. But it's not closing, so it'll be ongoing. But I think it's uh, the other thing that I've got kind of that I'm kind of in behind the scenes working on is I started teaching in person again art classes this oh, year, so and cool. I really enjoyed it. It's been a while, Good. and I think sometimes being in person it's a it's very it's taxing. It, it takes a lot out of me. I'm generally an introvert. And so it's, you give a lot and you have to replenish. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I do. loved it and had so much fun. And it was a small, more intimate kind of experience than I have had in the past where it's been a lot, you know, 20, okay. 25 students. And I'm thinking about and probably going to be doing some home retreats, very, very intimate in my home, in my space. That is and so, so I'm looking fun. to do that in the new year. And I'm kind of nervous about it. I mean, it's, oh my you know, a big thing to bring people into your home. But I'm, it's one of those things where I think if you sit on something long enough and you think about it, I'm, I tend to sometimes jump into things a little too fast. But I've learned it in yeah. with time to just sit back and go, let's think about it. Let's consider See, all the things. Like. I keep coming back to, I think I really want to do this. And so much like the audio summit, I really want to do this. And so I think that's something that's kind of different than I'll be bringing to my offerings in the year. I can't wait to see and hear more about that because I think that's people are craving that connection, that human connection again after being not able to for so long. And there's something that you can do in a small setting in person that you can't do online. And I can't really verbalize what that is, but I think we all know when we're around those people that inspire us, when we get together with them in a room, like it is exhausting. Like I'm usually exhausted too at the end of it, but it's pretty powerful. So I think that's amazing that you're considering doing that because what an opportunity it would be to see where you create and how, you know, like your environment and what inspires Mm -hmm. you and, and the ability to inspire others in that way, that would be so yeah, and I think the other element of that is just I I'm, I used to be more in my youth, much more of an entertain not an entertainer, but that sounds weird. It sounds like I'm on stage with a pole or something. But the the idea of of hospitality, yes, I yes, word I, I wanted, you, you know, yes, and I, yeah. I kind of miss that. And I'm yeah. I'm kind of like I, I I don't know. I want I want to be a host, and I want to. Mm-hmm prepare food and and make it special i i want yes. to create that experience be- and i think part of it was just having come yeah. from such an amazing experience that i want to try doing that myself so that's kind of where oh, that came from i love yeah. it i love it i can't wait to hear more where can people find uh you on instagram uh your website yeah. where can they find you? i'll put them in yeah. the show notes as well yeah, absolutely. On in, I'm, I'm generally everything's my name, Robin Marie, okay. which with an e and okay. At, on Instagram, it's at Robin Marie. I've simplified things and okay. you can pretty much find everything I have, my freebies, my podcasts, my free art courses, my paid things at uh, robinmarie.com slash everything. Okay. And simple. That's awesome. Just, yeah. All on one page and it's all grouped up and separated and you can figure out whatever you'd like. Like a little Perfect. buffet. Just kind of go and pick what you want. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All in one place. Okay, we're just going to end this interview with just some fun questions. You don't have to really overthink them. I hope they're, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, how do you shake off a bad day when you find oh, a, a lot nice of stress? Hot bath. Oh my a hot gosh. bubble bath. Hot bubble bath. Because I've seen some of your uh, Instagram stories where you live, and some of those uh, sunsets and places mm-hmm. that you walk are just breathtaking. And I'm so envious. They that looks amazing. I'm sure that's probably part of your weekly. Mm-hmm. 
you know, <laughs> to do too. But above, yes. Yep. Do you currently, I am sure you do. Do you currently actively listen to a podcast or an audiobook that's really inspired you lately or that you kind of keep going back to? Or do you have kind of like a Rolodex of a few? Yeah, it's a Rolodex. I mean, if you still on my, and I don't know, yours is probably yeah. like this. Too. Like I, this is the funny thing is that you just brought this up. It has nothing to do with business and nothing to do with art. It's it's a sports podcast that I okay. on, on football that I absolutely love because the the guys that do it are so funny. Oh my! And gosh. so that's kind of at the top. But I I just I have too many of them. I couldn't even yeah. even a message. Well, that, and that was another question. Like, do you listen for entertainment or do you listen for education? Because I think yeah. you hit it. Like, I yeah. I'm a forever learner. So my top Rolodex ones are ones that I'm constantly learning from. But there's mm-hmm. a couple that will do like a Friday just kind of like off the cuff chat and those are like the funnest ones to listen to because they'll usually bring their partner in and mm-hmm. it's just like it's not super serious and it's like usually like 10 minutes and it's just a little insight of their life and it's yeah. they're so fun to listen to and so that's probably where I gravitate yeah the Shalene Johnson is somebody I listen to I've listened to her for I don't know for like I don't know 10 years and she has where she brings, she does these Friday updates where she's in her car, Car Smart Fridays. And she's just talking about all the things like her father-in-law who has Alzheimer's. And we hear stories about him and you want these updates on Bob. So you listen. And then her husband sometimes comes in. So those are the I, ones, absolutely... those are the ones that you're, you're the one who recommended them. And yeah. now they're on my roll, like they're on my repeat because they're so fun. They're so good and, and hilarious and mean and just funny. And then sometimes they're so serious and kind of, you know, you're like, oh, but, but it's, I love tuning in and listening for that. And, and because of that, I have really thought, could I do a podcast like that where I just randomly just, here's what's going on. I often think, who cares? They're not, no one's going to want to know what you're doing in your life. No one wants to hear your husband talk about fishing. But when we get together, we and I can share these really funny stories about our life. We've been married 33 years. We got a lot of stories. And I'm thinking, you know what? That might be something I might want to do down the road, you know. So, oh my gosh, if you'd be open to it. I know me and my husband, too, have been married for 22 years, and we can still sit around the fire, just the two of us, and just really enjoy each other's company. company. And he's so quirky in in different ways and he always makes me smile and laugh and we always have such a good time but i think that's something that you definitely should explore because i think people are interested we should i mean he has he has a memory like nobody i know he can remember stories from his childhood of course he's probably told them so many times that that's why but he's got the funniest i told i tell him all the time you need to write a book because these things are hilarious and i mean it, it's just and, and we work with our youth at church and have for like 25 years. They all know the stories. And there's times when we have, they'll go, tell us that story again about, and he has names for him. This is, I've changed my mind. That's a story. And then there's all kinds of them. So I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll end up doing something like that one day. It oh would be God, fun. Okay. Last one. Knowing okay. what you know now and all the knowledge that you've gained uh, in business and life, what would you tweet your younger self? I, I mean, this may be just cliche, but I would say, don't overthink, don't think it has to be perfect, and don't wait. If you yes. want to do something and you're excited about it, don't overthink it. And maybe that's my personality, but don't over-research, don't overthink, just do it and decide then if you want to do it or not do it. 
You know, don't think for six months, hey, I'd really like to do this. Because in business, and especially now, those kind of things, those opportunities pass. Mm-hmm. You know, there's times when something is really hot and it's really, and then it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, I missed my opportunity. I should have done that, you know? So I think that would be, and I think a lot of that is it comes with maturity. It comes mm-hmm. with experience and wisdom and confidence, yes. you know, where you're like, I can do this. And then you mm-hmm. just do it, you know? So I think that's what I would say. Don't wait. If you want to do something, don't think you have to be perfect at it before you yes. do it. And I used oh, to gosh. really be like that in perfectionism. And and I had a friend who would say, it, done is better than perfect. That's everybody. We, yeah. we know that. We've heard that saying. My mindset was, yeah, I get that. Done is better than perfect, but you only get one chance to make a first impression. And so if it's not perfect, am I making a bad impression? Am I, are they going to, you know, what's, what are they going to think? And it's like, mm, and I've changed my mind since then. Like I, yep. I was in, and that just held me back. Yep. It's like you said earlier, you can always start, tweak, change, evolve, yes, grow it, yeah. make it better. Yeah. If you're yeah. not out there, no one's knowing you. You've got to get out there and do it, right? I know sometimes being the over uh, learner, like I will always be, I tend to research the crap out of absolutely everything. And sometimes that's a fault too, right? I mean, you can learn so much, but then sometimes you just have to do it and put it into action because that's how you really learn and grow. Right. And it paralyzes Um, you. Oh my gosh. I think, I think, and I read this, I don't know where that that over researching and over the, all of that is just a form of procrastination. Oh, for sure. It is. I've read that too. Why you're not moving forward. I'm going to take in and learn all yeah. of this and get as much knowledge as I can. It doesn't change anything. You had yeah. what you needed. You just needed to do it. That's right. And I know that's easier said than done. I, I get it. I'm one of those mm-hmm. two where all, if I find myself over researching something, I have to stop and think, mm, why am I doing that? What's the real reason? Yeah. Is it something I really don't want to do deep in my heart or is it I'm just not confident and I'm scared? You know, what is it? Yeah. What's that reason? You know, yeah, kind so. of put it into two buckets, right? Is it something that you can do maybe at a later time? So just don't keep overthinking right. it. Just maybe just yep. put it on, you know, the plate mm-hmm. for another time. Yeah. And then what are the things that you could take into and put into action right away? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. You know, when we look at our uh, year in advance, I always tell people do it in quarters because a year just seems overwhelming, just like everything else. But if I break the year into four months at a time, I can be like, oh, I I totally know what I want to do by the end of December. You know, like that totally makes sense. Or I know what I want to accomplish by the end of January because that's kind of moving into that next part. And I don't have to think about that right now. Think about it when January comes and that's okay. Right. Yeah. That's so no, good. that's oh that's gosh. exactly true. That's right. I love this mm-hmm. conversation. I could just keep talking to you and I can't wait to hear and see all the good things that you are bringing into your business because people like I just love having a conversation with you. You're so personable and that's why people gravitate to you. You're so creative and so inspiring. And so thank you so thank much you. for taking the time to visit with me on on my first attempt at a podcast. I'm uh, so excited about what's next to come. Thank you. I I really appreciate you asking me and being here. And I hope there's been some things of value for your audience. And it's very exciting. And congratulations. I'm so excited that you're doing this. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. Take care and we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening into the show. It truly means so much to me. 
You can check out the important links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, and please join the conversation over on Instagram at me and James Co. I love hearing from you. There are so many great conversations coming up, so please make sure you are subscribed to Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite media players so that you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed the show today, please share and leave a review and a rating because it helps us so very much. Until next time.